next legacy. And tonight we got we got a legend in the building. And before I even put a mic on this guy and uh, salute this guy Westside, I gotta definitely put in you know what I'm saying my 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 road dog, big gangster guy from that LBC. What it do, Gav? What's up? Uh shit, what's good? Shit, that track was slapping. Is hey hey hey, but you ain't heard shit yet though. Like Jinx got he got a. A pyramid of ill joints. Like, I mean, he got a double album out that's out right now. Like, this man got other projects that y'all about to be hit over the head with it. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, me and Gav is going to salute the guy that, let, let me, before I even say this, you know, I, I told this dude when I talked to him on the phone not too long ago that I was a big, big fan of his music. And for the people out there that don't know, I mean, he was alongside the CIA group with Cube and KD and, you know, he, he was a major, major part of a lot of Cube tracks, uh, you know what I'm saying, from uh, America's Most Wanted to Predator. Um, you know, this man is instrumental in, in, in basically, you know, helping out a lot of projects that became I iconic. You know, he worked with Coogee Rap. Uh, he worked with a lot of R&B artists, too. Worked with Yo-Yo for her first two albums and shit. And, you know, this, this man, not just a fixture on the West Side, but also a guy that I uh that I feel like, you know, definitely deserves a lot of worldwide attention and we're gonna say a West Side salute to my man Sir Jinx in the building on the new troop. Oh, Sir what Jinx. Up, man, what's what's pop locking, man. You know, I'm happy to be on your show, man. You know, trying to get this West Coast out there. You know, that's that's about it, man. Just nothing too big. Man, I, I didn't I didn't ran off just barely a few highlights in your career. But, uh, you know, when we have all these people out here listening, you know, from all parts of the globe, um, yeah. and I'm pretty sure you know it's a humble feeling that a lot of a lot of motherfuckers out there know Sir Jinx as a guy that really helped out so many uh, albums become classics, right? Well, at some point, you know, I, I wasn't really surprised. You know what I'm saying? It, because I look at it like sometimes when some people get awards or get something, they're really, really, really happy. But at some point, I kind of knew what we were doing, you know what I mean? And, like, it, it was like that's what we were supposed to get. Now, I, I never knew how much money it was going to get, we were going to get out of it. But I definitely knew that we were going to go at the East Coast with the way we were doing hip-hop at that time. And that was, like, kind of like the person that, you know, that was the coast that we wanted to be just like, you know what I'm saying, or, or a little mm -hmm. bit better. So when we did the... You know, the, all the music that we started doing, we were going at the level of being better than Run DMC, being better than Slick Rick in them. So it was almost like having a fighter going into the ring, and you know you finna win. So you don't even have to be jumping up and down when you, when you get the belt. <laughs> you just put the belt on your shoulder and just be like, you know, I did that. Let's, let's yeah. go, huh? Nah, this is, there was no clue. I, this is what I came to do. <laughs> <laughs> Doing no I mean, and, and uh, doing that kind of music, you know. And you said you had that you had that competitive nature in mind. You see what well, you seen what was going on in hip hop, and you know what? I could be able to put my stamp on it. Let me let me do what I need to do in order for people to know who I am. And, and see that that's a cool kind of motivational tool that I know a lot of people out there can be able to kind of 
you know, uh, adapt to and appreciate just for the simple fact that, I mean, I'm pretty, you're a hip-hop guy. I mean, you know the the culture, the history, everything yeah. that came along with it. So I know it's understandable for you so to. This is why I thought we, you know, I was, I was, I was uh, ready to, right. to, to, to represent the West Coast. It wasn't even like I wanted to be better than anybody on the West Coast. I just wanted the West Coast to have our own stamp. And I wanted to be a part of the West Coast and be a part of a movement that it would be historical. So I knew that that first cast, you know, from the N.W.A. in the Posse album cover, you know, and all those guys that was back then. I, I can, I, I'm probably one of the only people that can say at least at least seventy percent of my childhood fans, have, my childhood friends, has have sold a million records. Mm-hmm. Like, I know mm-hmm. most of my friends that that was back in the day, it was just a cast that was almost like an all-star cast for the West Coast when, you know, Dr. Dre, you know, you know, headed the pack, you know. So me being, you know, Dre cousin, you know, you can imagine how I felt about anybody that touched a drum machine. Right. You know, I was really, like, competitive. Like, I'm, I'm really, I was really into hip-hop. I really knew how to break dance. I knew how to do graffiti. I knew how to do all the elements of hip hop. So at some point when I started doing the music, I, I was really passionate about the angle that we were doing because it was not uh, East Coast music at the time. Right. You know. You know what? But one one of the things I always got to say, and uh, you know, and I know Gav who was <laughs> on as well. I know he probably. I mean, I, I'm gonna ask you because you you kind of said it yourself when you said you 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 did the break dancing and stuff like that. So when you when you seen that culture out there on the east and it, and it, and it migrated out here to the west, um, you know what I'm saying? With all the different types of things. I mean, what what was your what 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 was one of your lasting memories that you could say? You know, not just the graffiti and the break dancing, but just that vibe and how you felt. Like, how did you really feel when you really kind of started really kind of you know getting all that stuff in into your system? You know, as a hip hop guy, going well, into it. I mean, it. when it, it it was it it was more than just the East Coast movement. You know what I'm saying? It was right. It was more or less how the music was changing because you know you had you know the last poets. You had other people that were doing other styles of of lyrical type, you know, formats. You know, with 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 um um your your man um Dolomite. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? A lot of the cats had. A different form of rap, but it was still brewing. You know what I mean? It was brewing, and then when the East Coast came, you know, I think one of the, one of my first favorite songs was uh, "Super Rhyme," and, oh, and you know, "Super Rhyme." I think you know he 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 even say, "Take me, take me to the future of 1980." So the record had to be made in '79. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it was just like a campaign from. For some reason, you know, a lot of the dudes, you know, dudes in my neighborhood, you know, some dudes was gangbanging, you know, some other dudes was doing other things. But my attention was more drawn to the arts. So the, the graffiti was there first, and then right. the hip-hop came. So I was already in the drawing and knowing about East Coast and different types of uh, graffiti situations even before the Fresh Prince came out. Mm-hmm. So that was mm-hmm. like way, way, way back that I was still dealing with the culture of, of hip-hop, and I was a part of it. And I wasn't a part of, you know, other things. You know, I wasn't a basketball player. I wasn't a football player. Right. So it, was, it wasn't 
back then it wasn't too much you can do on the quad in high school to get girls' attention. But I figured it out, like, yo, I don't have to be in the band. I'll be a rapper. I'll be a whatever. I'll be the entertainer of the school. So that's, you know, that that's just, I, I fell right in place when hip hop. You know, because, like, I ain't a singer. So, you know what I'm saying? So at some point, hip hop gave a voice to cats that lost their, their view because they couldn't sing. Mm-hmm. But now you got dudes that can't sing, that can do music, that get the view across with way more words than any love song. Right, right. It was just boring for me, you know, and that's what that's what made me want to participate in, in, in doing more because I, I felt like I already, I already had research. I already right. knew that, you know, where, where, you know, the yes, yes, y'alls or, or, or the check one, two, one, two. I already mm-hmm. knew those were supposed to be implemented somewhere in these kind right. of songs, and it's supposed to go like this. I always thought I was ahead of the pack, you know, by the way that I, I, I learned other rap music that, mm-hmm. that was out at the time. How, how do you feel about this? As, uh, Sir, Sir Jinx is our guest on the New Truth Radio for the Underground, and... uh. I mean, and, and and I kind of and I kind of know how you feel just based on how you talk about hip hop and, and and how passionate you are and look at your body of work. Your resume speaks for itself. But how do you, as a guy that's been doing it for so long and that's been a factor in this business, how do you feel about the hip hop culture? Like from when it, like when you was talking about the graffiti and break dancing yeah. and just that culture, NWA and the posse and so on. How do you yeah. feel about the culture? Uh, 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 what, today or just period? Well, just in general, just, you know, just how you feel about it in, in general I mean, as far I mean, as... It, 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 I mean, hip-hop is a child without a parent. So at some point, we just, start, we just started to get people that can say this is right or wrong. Right, because right. Because rap started so young to where the rappers were young and they didn't have an adult to tell cats what views would hurt them in the long run. You know, so at some point, rap music is is becoming, you know, a way of life, you know, like mm-hmm. a religion, you know. So I like the way it evolves because I'm good at what I do, so it has to weed out all the people that think they can do it from a computer. So, right. so I like that a lot of people are getting involved with it, and a lot of people can, you know, get their $2,000 computer and, and, sing, and, and act like they're going to be able to sell millions of records with this because it just makes the job easy for me. Right. You know, it just makes my sound, my production, and the stuff that I do really last rather than assuming that I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to escape the risk, buy the computer, and assume I'm going to make some Lionel Richie music. Yeah, right. (laughs) All night long, baby. All night long. You know, so I I like the way hip-hop is evolving because it's weeding out some of the guys that were using it as a hustle rather than a platform. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So at some point, I'm, I'm, I sit back, and I believe that if the whole world was in the shootout, I would not get hit. Mm. I would be a better shooter. So I know when to step back and be like, whoa, I ain't going to touch that. That's right. I'm not going to touch that. Everybody is doing a certain type of music. We all hear it. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and me as a producer, I'm not trying to be better than somebody else's song. Right. I try to make my own music. So when everybody is doing them down south beats and assuming they're going to get on with that, my hands are in the air, and I'll be like, I'm going to wait till this pass. 
because I don't want nobody from my past to hear that I'm trying to do something that I, I didn't make up or I, didn't, right. I don't have an influence on. You know, that's, that's down south music. You know, it's good. You can be good at doing everybody music, but you got to be good at one style of music first. Right. And if you're doing down south music and you're from the West Coast, how do you know that West Coast people like that kind of music? Mm-hmm. And mm. you're not even down south to promote it. Right. So now you're going to lose the West Coast and the down south don't like you because they got millions of other rappers that really rap over that stuff. Mm. That that's that's they lane, you know what I'm saying, and that and that's the thing that tripped me out sometimes too, Jinx, is that, you know, a lot of people do, do that in a sense where it's just like, all right, let me let me get this ill south beat, let me go ahead and spit these ill south, you know, bars and 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 trying to get that fan base or you know, hey, let me fit in here when, like you said, the culture of hip hop to me is you being creative yourself, like you know, you you bring something out of yourself that's that's different than anybody else. And that's the thing well, that tripped me out, Jinx, that I don't see a lot of is people creating their own lane. We see we see some of it, but we don't see enough of it. I mean, I mean, and, I mean, people people can't get mad at me. I know people get mad and get real mad because I'm saying down south, like I'm against down south. But it's not that I'm against against down south. It's just that I'm a part of the West Coast, and, right. and this is how I feel, you know. So you got down south, you know, they're not down. Well, you know, you down south cats. You got the New York cats. I mean, you know, it's just that back in the day, hip-hop wasn't gang-related. It wasn't mm-hmm. murder-related. It wasn't to where people got killed over a, a person's opinion. So right. where I'm, I'm, I'm from that day, it wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, man, the gangbangers is over there. The hip-hop mm-hmm. heads is over here. And I'm talking about my West Coast hip-hop, like, from that angle. So when I look at Down South, I applaud their, their uh, you know, how they got on. And you know how East Coast made up hip hop, rap, rap. East West Coast made up how to sell it, and Down right. South made up how to exploit it. So everybody figured out a way to get money out of it. That good? They learned how to mass produce it. Right. The West Coast learned how to put music to it. Yep. You know, and, so everybody and put a scene to it. And, and Jinx uh-huh. put a scene to it, like you, 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 like to me. I always saw, especially when you know a lot of shit that I used to hear from the East. You know, I, I loved it because you know they they had their own lane, they painted their own picture. You know, it came to the West, and the West got. I mean, it it was real. It was real. I mean, not saying that, that it wasn't back then, but it was real. It was a that, real picture all, being painted. That's all I'm about. It's just I can critique and know what West Coast music is and where it derives from and how it came to be. So, mm-hmm. like, the other other genres, I mean, the other areas, that you know, that do, do music, I applaud them. You know, the St. Louis Cats, the, you know, anybody that does music. But right. I definitely have a West Coast dub in my hand every that's time. Right. Because that's, that, these, the, when, when I hear my music, I hear the cars that, that come from the West Coast. I don't mm-hmm. hear 4 by 4 trucks, or I don't hear jet skis, you know what I'm saying? No I doubt. don't hear a yacht. You know, I don't hear that engine. I hear, you know, when I make music or when I develop all the songs that I make, they usually have to go to an environment that I see in my head without the mm-hmm. song playing. And then after the, whatever environment that's in my head, I make a song that would accommodate that. And I'll be like, ooh, when niggas leave the club, they need a song to play. Exactly. You know, exactly. so I, that, that's usually where I derive my, my imagination from when, when it comes to producing music, like it goes more deeper than me saying, "Let me steal a Pharrell sound 
because I don't know where a Pharrell sound would play where right. I be at. Right. So why would I take his sound just to make some money when it's just going to make my party sound different? Mm. When I'm on it mm. to be the Rogers snare, I want it to be the fat bass line. I'm, and I'm just, you know, I'm just real competitive like that. It ain't nothing against that guy, but it's just that I, I got my plaques on the wall too. And I right, really right. rep this West Coast thing, you know, for real. No, you preaching, man. I mean, you know, you you not only are you Sir Jinx tonight, but you Reverend Sir Jinx on <laughs> the new truth tonight. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because I know you got to <laughs> You're the Go preacher, man. But that, hey, I love, hey, I love hip hop gospel like this, though. But let me ask you this, because I know you got a lot of new stuff that I that I definitely want you to talk about. But let me ask you this, because you know, um, America's Most Wanted, and Predator, and you know all the work that you put in with Cube. It's still classics uh-huh. to this day. Like, yeah. when you, and we were talking briefly about it, but, I mean, let the listeners know just, you know, your input and you being a factor, too, not just, you know, the rapper, a.k.a. Cube, you know, putting in his, you know, his iconic contributions, but also the production behind a lot of work that you did definitely needs to reign supreme. So, you know, let let, let, the, let the listeners know a little bit about, you know, just, just that work that you had to put in to make that thing go. Well, it, it was it was it was a, a mutual situation with 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 me and Q because you know me and Q go all the way back to when you know when we when he first got introduced to hip hop. So he kind of trusted my word, you know. He trusted my angle on 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 certain views that when we went to New York, you know, he he actually didn't even tell me to go to New York to to do anything. He was like, mm-hmm. you want to go to New York? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. And that just meant he was going to New York. You know, he, you know, Q back in them days, you can go anywhere. He'd be like, hey, you want to go here? You get on a plane, y'all go there. So I'm knowing that this is, they're getting ready to work on America's Most Wanted. So, you know, I brought my my own little uh, drum, I mean, my, my um, little, little, little disc that, mm-hmm. that they had back in the day. So I, I wasn't even plan to, to be on the record, but the connection that me and him had and the beats that I was splashing on him. Remember I said I was had my arms folded for war. I wanted that's to right. go to war with the bomb squad. Like I that's how I felt until I really <laughs> ran into into uh, I was really up some hip hop man, I swear to God. And uh, it was kinda stupid, but I was a kid and that's how I felt and I didn't want to hear what they had to say. I didn't want to talk to them. My arms was folded on them niggas like niggas yeah. West Coast. Like, fuck that man, this is my lane, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. West to the day I die, yeah. god damn it. That's what yeah, we do. Was like, you know, she was like, be more friendly with them. I'm like, man, I don't know these niggas But then uh, Eric Sattler kinda took me to the side and and took me under his wing, you know what I'm saying? I was about 19 at the time. So mm-hmm. he was telling me that, you know, that my eyes could be their, you know, be their ears, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't know what goes on in L.A., and I can kind of referee right, right. What, what, what could happen. Like, you know, like we was doing, like, um, the parts of the album, if you guys remember on America's Most Wanted, that some of the backgrounds are just kind of random. Mm-hmm. And that's because we couldn't have people doing ad-libs from New York. 
Wow. So we had to fly in ad-libs from L.A. until we end up just flying people in. But these are moves of Sir Jinx. It sounded too East Coast. You feel me? Mm. It sounded da-da-da-da. We're trying to build this world over here. We're not trying to really be behind public enemy. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to mm. keep it West Coast with a light public enemy influence. They had Fight the Power. They had all their good music going. Right. And at the time, either you had that kind of production or you had the Dr. Dre production or you had, like, the Luke Skywalker type of mm-hmm. production that, that was going on at the time. I remember. I remember. And then, um, actually, Cube went to New York to work with, uh, what's his name, Sam Sattler or something like that? Sam, yeah, Sattler, right, right, right. Not Eric Sattler. No, no, no. The, the dude that did Third Base. Um, the producer, shit, I think you are. Sadler, Sadler, I know, is the last name for show. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but, but, but the dude that did third base, he was really supposed to do America's Most Wanted at first, but somehow mm-hmm. he ma- messed up and, and didn't make the meeting. And then Cube ended up check, hooking up with uh with Young Chuck, you know, and then they he, they agreed to, to, to do it when Cube did, uh, I think, the... Uh, burn Hollywood Burn or something mm-hmm. around that time. Okay. So, you know, what what I do is, you know, I just bring all the elements together and make it work for artists. Make an album a consistently planned, a consistent plan record, you know what I'm saying, at the time, before iTunes. But, you know, it, it was when a person can put the CD in. And then I, I heard so many people around the world that, that, that lived in California, and then they, they go far away, and then they, they pop in the cassette of America's Most Wanted and it immediately makes them feel like they were in L.A. Yes, sir. So, like, America's Most Wanted, I think, was like the first musical DVD, like, with the drive-bys on and Nobody didn't have a, exactly. a action, you know, musical action scenes that didn't exist, you know, at all. And, and this, this, this is, you know, these are the things that I brought to the table to make the record more, uh, you know, more easier to listen to from song to song. Even the the sequence of the album was more strategic than than, than people would know. Hey, Jinx, you know how cold you are, man. You, hey, hey, knowing that I was gonna have you on tonight, man, you made me go through my boxes and go and go dust off that damn uh, uh, America America's Most Wanted tape, bro. Like you had to, you made me go get that thing, man. Get it I out mean, my. That's just that historical. <laughs> when, when you know when young cats is doing music, and and then you know they wonder why their music ain't selling, and then you know you look at like a America's Most Wanted album. I say approximately you know two three hundred thousand dollars to make the record, and then mm-hmm. you see how it sounds twenty years ago. And right. then you see how some of these guys' song, song sounds today now that don't even last six months. Mm. You know, and, mm. and they they have to understand is that it's just like a girl. If you don't put too much money in her, she'll fade out fast. <laughs> you, know, you ain't she'll, never lying, bro. You, she'll be you, recycling them clothes. <laughs> she'll be recycling them shoes. You know, with the scuffs on the back, you'll see them twice. Straight up. Like, uh-oh. But if you don't have no money with your product, you know, then people will take you more serious. <laughs> Real talk. You know, so it ain't nothing against the new guys that's doing music. I love, you know, the new shit. Kendrick Lamar, his his album is banging. I'll I'll be, I'll be subbing it. You know, the Well guy, the Meat Mills. A lot of these dudes is like the brand new legs of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? They got to make their presence. 
You know, they got to mm-hmm. make their presence felt. And, I, you know, I love it. What we're going to do, Jinx, this is uh, Sir Jinx on the New Truth Radio for the Underground. What we're going to do is we're going to run one of your tracks, a new banger off your uh, double album. That's Which one are you going to play, man? The, the Whole World Spins. I think they need to, uh, they uh, need to get yeah, that one. I know you're going to like that. cold joint right there. <laughs> that's a cold that's joint. That's why my track's the Futuristics right there. There, there you go. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about this project and we're going to talk about some of the stuff that you actually doing for um, up-and-coming artists, which I think is really dope. So, you know, people lock it in right here. Gab and myself, Sir Jinx. Word. Yeah. Right here on the New Truth Corrupters. <laughs> That's what yeah. I do right there. New Truth. Yeah, Radio for the Underground. Go crazy on the, on the mic right there. <laughs> the New Truth Radio for the Underground. My man, Sir Jinx in the building, Gab, you are in the house as well with all the listeners listening. Hey, I got people, I, I got my girl and a few other people from the East Coast listening, man. They was like, man, this is, this is, this, hey, I feel like I'm in L.A. and I ain't even been to California, though, know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, so, but hey, it's that's just what it the is. music, man. You, if you hear the songs that, that I got on the record, you know, if, if you if you look on, on iTunes, bro, it, it got gangster rap. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like it got pop music, it got country, it got gangster rap. That's that's all I want to do is supply that type of music because that's I, I'm not going to abandon it. You know, everybody trying to sell records, they need to make a foundation for themselves so they can do shows for the rest of their life. You know, so if you make a genre of music, if, if you you got Jamaican music, pop music, mm-hmm. all this on your on your on your on your on your your album. You're not gonna be consistent to one genre, you know what I'm saying? So mm. at some point, get your pinpoint genre before you start trying to experiment and do music that other people are already doing. No doubt. You know what I mean? So I got a genre from Ch- Japan, from Australia, from Taiwan. It's gangsters everywhere. And they and they and they got them they they got them W's up, bro. I mean, yeah. But not, not just gang. Not, I'm not saying like the gangster dude with the you know the oh, mob yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. I'm just talking about like the dude that just want to listen to another another style of music. You know what I'm saying? Like gangster exactly. music, West Coast. East Coast music is not called gangster music. It's called East Coast music. West right. Coast music is called gangster music. Mm-hmm. We made up gangster music. Down South made up crunk music, and East Coast made up rap music. So, right. You know, give me, me my gangster music. I'll supply that to to the world. It, it, with, 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 uh, it went in a fury. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Let me ask you this. Pictures, man. Do you see the pictures I'm giving you on Facebook, man? Yeah, Let's man. <laughs> I see it. I'm looking at it. Okay. I got you. I'm giving you some you. selections you can use, man. You got me looking crazy. <laughs> Come on, man. We hey. have technology now, man. For I real. I mean, sitting here <laughs> talking to you right now. <laughs> ask for some pictures, bro, bro. <laughs> Ah, jeez, you crazy, bro. Hey, let me ask you this. Let me yeah, ask sir. you this about your West Wing album, man. It's out. People yeah. can go go to iTunes right now and go get it. All you got to do is search, 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 search Jinx, or you can search The West Wing and go pick that thing up. But, yeah, man, that came right to me. Up. That came to me out of the blue, man. Like, I was, I was looking for, you know, I was checking because, you know, I got that MC8 new one, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And and, uh, you know, and I'm like, man, my dude got a new project. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let the listeners know how you got all the all the fellas together, because I know a lot of people heard Corrupt, MC8. 
you know, a lot of artists is on your on your project, man. Let the people know what what what, well, what the well, deal was of, with well, it. Both of the songs that y- that y'all y'all played was like we were doing a situation called First Generation. Uh huh. I remember uh, that. And we we still working on it, but uh, everybody kind of had to like you know go to their TP and figure out better situations for themselves before uh-huh. we all got together, assuming that we could stand. You know what I mean? Just like grown man talk. You know, we was like. 18, 19 years old, we probably could have just ran off and, you know, but cats got families and stuff like that, so we're going to establish more stuff like that. I mean, more, we're going to, they, they're trying to establish their situation so we can do more albums and more songs, but those songs came off, off, off of that idea, you mm-hmm. know, but um, it's, it's, I got a lot of people on my album, you know, it, it's, it's like, you know, my sessions be open, like, you know, everybody that, that work with me know, you know, how I get down, you know what I'm saying? I'm a real, real, not saying a real producer, like, better than somebody, but I really stay up. I really yeah. don't eat. I really don't, you know what I'm saying, be in there from 10 o'clock at night all the way to, you know, all the way to 9 in the morning or even 3 o'clock in the evening to, yeah. to 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, I really enjoy perfected music, you know, so a lot of the cats that stopped through. And I got a single that's out there. Y'all go check it out with J.O. Felony. You know what I'm saying? It's called Heavyweight. You know, it's it's a real dope song. And like I said, it's like the West Coast got a chance to breathe, you know, now that, you know, we get to link up on the Internet. You know what I'm saying? I'm dealing right. with Second to None. You know, y'all go check out Second to None. Y'all type in Second to None. They got a, a brand new uh, uh, the best, the second, and none. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm working with a uh, boomer. Y'all, y'all type in boomer and uh, boombox, and this boomer did it, and that's KK's son from second oh, to none. So, so now we're in the uh-huh. second generation of hip hop. Mm. You know, so y'all mm. check out boomer. I, you know, yeah. his album is out there. You know, but that was just, you know, inside my album. But um, I got a, a few people. You know, I even work with. Uh, with Kid Frost, I got some some Latin some Latin flavor because we've been friends forever. A lot of these dudes that's on my record, we've been friends forever. You know what I mean? Mm. So like the West Coast is linking up back how it was like in '95, like '98. Right. You know what I mean? Because now we got our own genre of music that we got to maintain. Like cats have to maintain Dixie music or some other style uh-huh. music. No we doubt. We got to keep gangster music alive. You know what I'm Jinx. saying? So, yeah. You know, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Jinx. Yes, yes. Yeah, this is Mr. No Feelings. You are, oh, what up, y'all? Uh, man, you already know what it is, man. Just trying to, like, stay up, build this new West. You know how it go, man. Trying to, like, build this shit up. Been grinding hard and shit. About to drop this new album. Just called in and say, what's up? What up, Brandon? What up, What bro, up, bro? what up? Ah, uh, shit, you yeah, know me out here. Yeah, shoot me a link. You know how it goes. It's like a soul food spot. Shoot me a link. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> man. That good you soul food, food baby. Give me one of those hot lakes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, Extra salt. I sent some new shit in. I sent some new shit in, my nigga. So, like, that shit get aired tonight. That's going to be some brand new exclusive shit that ain't nobody heard from Mr. No Feelings. Telling you, nigga, oh, out here, like, going hard, my nigga. Like, the West is coming back this year. Give me, like, two more months and we on. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, I mean it, it, the, the, the number one thing I, I, I try to say is, 
is that when cats stop trying to be better than other cats, then they will be better than everybody. You know what I mean? That's, that, and that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, you can't <laughs> compete with somebody that's already good at what they do. That's that's the down. You know that that's terrible. You you'll never mm-hmm. win this way. I always yeah. tell a cat to win on his own two feet. Get your own little fan base. You'll rather sell to 500 people rather than sell to 10,000 people that don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Because That's your real. career won't go far. Your career right. won't slow down. So, you know, cats yeah, yeah, got to think about, you know, the music. My shit on the rise. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So when I say gangster music, it don't necessarily mean it's negative. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely street music, real, you know, cinematic West Coast music that I like, I like to always, you know what I'm saying, get out there. Relatable, you know relatable bars and relatable sounds. Oh, like, everything. you know, a lot of people could be able to, you know, gravitate to that for, you know, for years on end. You know what I'm saying? No matter what oh. generation you're from, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, that's the and kind of music that's going to win. And that's what I'm on, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? These old cat, older cats and young cats, everybody got to step their bars up and get, and get it back to mm-hmm. when everything was music like it was in the early 90s, you know what I'm saying? And like, well, it's just, it's just knowing the process of making emotional songs. Like we was talking about earlier, like when cats deal with the Earth, Wind, and Fire, and when you deal with Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know, you have the different musicians that's in the group that make up different parts of the emotion of the song. Now, when you compare that to... to to not do all music, West Coast, everything. When the producer, when there's one producer, then the producer is not good at everything. So he's not going to do solos for the bass part. He's not going to do a breakdown for the for the keyboard part because he's not a keyboard player. He's a sampler. So you mm-hmm. see at some point the song becomes one-dimensional because it doesn't go to a modulation or it doesn't go to a pre-chorus or it doesn't go to... You know what I'm saying? Anything of vamp or anything like that because the producer is only good at putting together beats. But now we're going to weed those guys out, and you're going to really have to know how to build a bridge and know what oh. those notes mean in them strings. Now you can make music your whole, all day on your computer. So right. it's no excuse to not know what the emotion of the song means, not just letting it rock all the way down and taking the snare out here and there. Right. You know, it's, right. it's a bigger process to doing production than dropping out the kick drum in the snare. No doubt. And Jinx, tell, tell the listeners, and Jinx, tell the listeners uh, a little bit about what you're trying to do to be able to help other up-and-coming artists, um, you know, just trying to get their, uh, you know, just kind of help out with their projects and certain things like that. Well, I, I put on my Facebook, you know what I'm saying, you guys can check me out, you know what I mean, on my Facebook my Facebook is under general population. That's a group that I, I, I put together with my man um, um, TriStar and my man Hoppo. That's another mm-hmm. album I got. Y'all go check it out. It got Bone Crusher on it. It got Razzcast on it. It's called General Population. It's okay. called uh, uh, The album is called Rhyme Scene. But basically what I was saying was um, I got a, a situation where I um, help cats put their album together as well as mix the album, make sure the levels is good, and the cat can contact me on my Facebook or on my email. I give you my email. It's in the mix, my sound at Gmail. In the mix, my sound at Gmail. And what I, what I say is, you know what I'm saying, that I can help cats get their 
their music sounding better. Not not sounding better, meaning the the the, the, the content of it, but just mm-hmm. making it professional level, knowing how hot it's supposed to be, knowing how long a song should be before the, the consumer gets, uh, you know, bored. You know, kind of almost just sequencing the album, as well as we got, uh, uh, I got a whole plethora of videographers as well as video guys so they're coming in with me to be able to be able to shoot videos at real low cost but you know having some nice situations popping you know what i mean and uh that's what i I, i've been been doing that anyway because right right when people come in like when i work with exhibit and 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 exhibit i haven't worked on an album exhibit in a few years but exhibit is still bring me in to help mm-hmm. them sequence the album, because that's a very, very, very crucial part when you're selling a, a CD. Now, right. in the iTunes situation, is a little bit different because they deal with the uh, the, uh, the most popular songs. It changes the order, so that changes what the how you make albums today. But if you still make albums in the CD format, then you know the, what I have going on. With you contact me, I get your music. There's a cost to it. You know what I'm saying? Everything has a cost to it. But as you build it up, then you'll, you understand what it means to have a nice product because you mm-hmm. have to pay for it. If you get anything free, you better watch out. It might be stolen. So at some point... <laughs> hey, real talk. Real yeah. talk. So was... when I'm dealing with cats, you know, putting that album together, we, we go a little bit deeper. It's not just give me your music and I'm giving it, give it to them and throw it back and be like, well, maybe you might need to change this, the, the third song that plays after it because this same emotion happens four other times in your album. Maybe right. you might need to change that. Like little stuff like that just to help cats um, understand the process that the sequence of the album can be the difference in your album selling and what? not being good at all. Yeah. I wanted to ask you what happened. What happened about when you went out to Oxnard and you met up with us? What happened to all them tracks and stuff? Did well, you ever end up with any of that artist? When I listened to the songs, I heard two dudes that was dope, real dope, and the, uh, some people just wasn't ready. Some of the songs that I heard just wasn't ready. It wasn't ready to be in front of the two guys that I thought that were ready. So I'm still dealing with the two guys that I, I like. What happened to the little tracks, though? That's what I was looking for the whole time, like that track. That me what track on. that we were doing in the studio? Yeah. We're going to go back and do it again. That's why I'm hooking up with uh, with Rob again, so uh, we can bring that together and make that last uh, connection that we did. So Cats that did give me the CDs, I can come back and tell them why their CD wasn't what I thought it could be. You know what I mean? So it, this is going to go on forever with the uh, with that little with the seminar thing in Oxnard, because some of the cats are give CDs, and if you're not going to put no effort into your music, then I can't take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. But how do you know who like like who gives like you the authority to say this person's music not the hottest? Like you know what I'm saying? It, it, that's, what, that's what I'm asking. It's so- Sometimes it's not even about the hottest. It's about the quality. And you can't take something that is not in a very high high balance quality. I can't take it to the next level. It'll fail in level. So some guys, some of the stuff songs could be cool, 
but it just it wasn't mixed correctly, or it just wasn't studio quality. And I can tell that right off the bat. Now, if you can get your song played on the radio without it being studio quality, it's going to be very low. So to even jump into a situation like that, they would have to go back and mix the album rather than me liking two other cats that were popping and cracking. They were real dope. Two other guys were dope. One of the guys, the guy from Detroit, and the guy, Mark Ford, was dope. They were closer to the edge of uh, what, what I think... Uh, could be ready for um, dropping material. So it's that yeah, it's that uh, overall it's that Ford. overall sound as far as you know just the not just the quality of the lyrics and you know um, and stuff like that. It's just basically just embodying everything that is you know hip hop music on well, every, on certain tracks, right? Some cats music sound good, but maybe they needed to work on different you know different different raps or mm-hmm. maybe you know process their lyrics. A little bit different. When I when I listen to raps, I listen to cadence, the cadence of it. I listen to the topics, how fast you come to a conclusion. If you rhyme, if you don't, if you know how to rap in the more Philly format, if you rap in the more Queens Bridge format, I, I, I see that immediately. Soon as I, it's like ultimate fight. It's like when soon as you see somebody fall on their back, they doing grappling. So as soon as I hear somebody rhyme, I know exactly what they're doing. So if, it, like if it's not good, I can't ex- I can't escape it. If, mm-hmm. if if I lied to this person, I I should have been lying years ago. And this is just what I believe. And I didn't work with G Rap and Exhibit and Cube, so I don't know anybody that worked with that caliber of MCs throughout their career to where I can say I really have an output on what's a good freestyle rapper or, right. or are you good at it? So assume that well, random facts. <laughs> Some dudes assume that throwing threats in your rap make you tighter, but mm-hmm. it don't. It just make you throw intimidation you in your You remember when, when, when Common Sense went at Cube and he right, got right. him calm and he won? He mm-hmm. didn't threaten Cube not once in that song. <laughs> but <laughs> he was real. just an MC, and that's how right. I kind of look at Like I said, I don't look at it like the to kill people, but, you know, if you if you a dope huh. MC, you're a dope MC, I'll tell you straight up. I have nothing to hide when you're a dope MC. But when a cat is not that talented and he's selling a story over a flow, then I know that too. You know what I mean? Like some right. cats play your movie. Right. Like, I've been in the pen. I've been this in the I've been shot. Yeah, it is true, but you're not a good rapper. Yeah. So it's the real truth right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hey, hey, bro, bro, you got you got one of the song. It's called "Go Harder." I want I want your honest opinion on live radio. Like like when you hear this track, I want your honest opinion on that track and see uh, if man, that you can't you can't stagger me like that, bro, bro. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I just want your honest. Nah, I just want your honest opinion. You like this the real I know, truth. But, what this but radio my, opinion, is. my opinion don't really matter if we're not doing business. I just like you. I, I mean, I wouldn't like, give it. I, I don't throw I, it out like that. Like I don't. I would. I, would, I understand I, that, I, I would, but you talking just, like yeah. like you got that type of like opinion. I'm asking you for your yeah, honest opinion on the track. Process of working with me as well. Right, right. You feel me? Like I, I can't critique your music. You might be, you know, the the top of the line. I'm that nigga. Yeah, I'm that nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I can't. <laughs> I can't critique what I'm not a part of. That's hey. all. I was, that, that, I, I was just telling you, you don't, because you're young, obviously, 
And if you're young and you're doing music and you didn't learn it from me, I applaud you because I had to learn it from somebody else too. Yeah. So, so every, some people's music is good, but working with me and doing music with me, it takes a different kind of process. So some yeah, that's how that's I am. That's how I am. Yeah. That's why when I went over there and did that song with you, I thought it was going to be a different process over there, too. Uh, oh, you know no, no, it ain't over. Man, some of the songs that I work on be from 2003, from 2005. I mean, different rap, different music take take flight differently. And, and the stuff that we're doing out there in Oxnard is going to be a process. But at the end of the day, everybody's going to be up to speed because we really didn't have a... Uh, a way we were doing stuff, I was just kind of like making it making it dope for the night, you know what I mean? But me and Rob have talked already, and we learned how to bring that back. So if anybody needs any more, any clo- uh, up close, uh, you know, conversations about their situation, it would be because they're working with Rob. You feel me? So I come in there and tell them like, okay, yeah, you good at this. And you good at that, but maybe your beat might need to be better. A lot of cats don't assume that they beat is whack. They be like, "Oh, you not giving me no love." But at the end of the day, the beat is whack. And then you know, some people don't. Uh, yeah, you got owe shout you. out Robert recording. Oh, yeah, but some people don't owe you that response though. Some people don't owe cats. You know, your beat is whack right there. They don't owe you mm-hmm. that. They not. They don't mm-hmm. want to put you down. They'll just let you keep walking and close the door when you leave. Mm. But I'm a little bit different. I'll be like, well, maybe you might need to change the track. Or maybe you might need to woo-woo-woo. But we definitely going to go back into it. And all the cats of the 18 CDs that I got from that spot, we're going to break everybody down and bring them in at least, you know, one at a time. So that that is still ongoing. What, what's, a couple of, what, what's a couple of good things you can be able to tell um, the the next guy that that's trying to get put on. I mean, when I say put on, because it's a, it's a it's a different way of doing business now uh, versus you know doing your own independent hustle versus you know trying to get a deal. Um, do you still believe in in record deals? And and if you don't, like what what's what, what's some of the tips you can be able to give a couple of people out there really trying to uh, grind out their uh, they they music hustle? Well, well, the record deals still exist. But now it, it exists from having video views and and um, plays and likes. And now that's kind of a good thing because a long time ago, cats would be on, get put on with somebody say so. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where now, can't nobody, you know, Jimmy Iovine can't lie about your Twitter views. I mean, your, your Twitter fans or your your YouTube views. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's just a difference now that makes it to where cats got to be more control over their, their own destiny. Right. You know, so a long time ago, it, it was like they kind of got in on a favor because nobody can go into the background and, and look into the artist and see that they got these things already established, that these people already like this artist. So... The record deal still exists. You heard about uh, T.I. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, right. record deal still exists. So, but it just exists when you have established a reason to be bought and nobody mm-hmm. can't front you in no more. Okay. That, that's over uh, with. Nobody can't be like, yo, I got my man. I'm taking him up to Def Jam. 
not yeah. anymore. Yeah, those, those days is kind of long gone now because, you know, you, you had them back in the, you know, the 80s, 90s or whatnot. So but, now but it's a whole what, different deal. But having that kind of um, power changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Let mm-hmm. let certain rappers become rappers that, you know, that hurt the rap game. You know what I'm right. saying? At some point that got on. Because you know, oh, for that for that reason, you know what I mean. But uh, at, at some point, when you are an independent artist, like I say, you have to establish your fan base. You have to set up your internet real estate. If you don't have your real internet real estate popping, you shouldn't even be on the internet. Cause now mm. you're just a flyby. You're like a, a, a busboy. You ain't mm-hmm. nothing on the internet unless you establish your Facebook, your Twitter, mm-hmm. your Tumble, your, your Tumblr your Instagram, and, and people be like, I don't want to deal with that. Well, then you don't want to sell any units. Because if I sell on my Facebook, I got a couple of fans on there. I got 60-something thousand, Twitter-something. You know, at some point, I'm building different people in different, and they might be the same people on all four circles, I mean, all <laughs> four squares. But yeah. at the same time, they're going to get information fed to them from four different chambers or mm. six different chambers. I'm bound to sell my music if you set up your, your your internet real estate because it's free. The internet is free right. to set it up now that everybody got iPhones. It's a free enterprise. No, yeah, if you can't sell no units now on the internet, it's not because people are hating on you. It's because your music is not good. Mm. And, mm. That's, and that's just the fact about it because there's too many people on the internet to say, you know, to be able to say, you know, oh, this guy is this or this guy is that. It's too many people on the Internet. you got to find somebody that likes you. Right. It's not, the whole Internet can't hate you. You know, at some point, somebody got to like you. And if nobody don't like you, it's because your music is not good. That's just like trying to sell somebody dirt to eat. <laughs> At some point, they're going to figure it out. Right. You know, you ain't right. going to be able to sell it to nobody. The hottest no dozen town, come get it. Mm-hmm. And nobody be like, uh-uh, he sell dirt. <laughs> Reverend, <laughs> Reverend Jinx is our guest <laughs> on the New Truth Radio for the Underground. And before... uh. Before we let you go, man, like one of, one of the things that I always used to, uh, you know, take from getting some information and a, and, and a wealth of knowledge from, you know, somebody like yourself. And, you know, we've had Cube on a couple of different occasions. We had X to the Z on not too long ago. What, what, what's, the one, what, what's the one thing that I could tell you as far as, you know, my appreciation for, you know, a lot of shit that you did, not just in the past, but helping out others for, you know, a future is, you know, just... Like like you said, I mean, you, you do a lot of shit in, in a conversation we had not too long ago before we went on air. I mean, I, I could tell you, you roll with a humble heart. Like, I mean, oh, you know, just kind of, you know, what, I mean, I, you know, it might be a dumbass question, but, I mean, where, where where do you get that humble nature that you have? I mean, shit, you rocking platinum, you know, contributions with working with Cube, Dub C, et cetera, but, I mean, how how do you roll with such a humble heart, bro? I just try to be good at, at what I do. And I always tell cats, anything that substitute talent is hater. So if you 100% talented, you have no reason to hate on nobody or be in somebody else's business. If you 100% talented, you feel me? 
If you're mm-hmm. good, you have no reason to be thinking, oh, why he on? Only people right. that got time to think like that is people that, that are subpar at what they do. And I, I really feel in my heart that I have contributed something to the, to, to the music industry. And, you know, I don't, I don't believe my time is over. You know, I believe, you know, people like Quincy Jones with trumpet players and went to band leaders and they went to producers and movie score. I, I, I believe I'm, my, I'm in my infant stage, or, or, or I wouldn't say infant stage, but I'd say more teenage stage of, of my career. And, and it's a whole bunch more because I care about it, obviously. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be more that's coming out, even with, you know, the, the people that I, I'm putting out with my um, my distribution company with Stacy Adams from TriStar to Box. Uh, I got a, it's a, uh, my, my homie named Box. Uh, his album is called Outside the Box, and he was in Florida. So, you know what I'm saying, he worked with uh, Pimp C., he worked with uh, BG, so I got a lot of flavors on my my distribution situation. You know, I, I am a West Coast person, but I do love hip hop. So at some point, you know, I, I you know I like all kind of music when it's come to getting it to the music, you know, getting it to the, you know, to the consumer. Mm-hmm. And then I got another cat named Clinton Place. You know, what I'm saying he's out here. He's a producer. And um, I, I deal with another producer named uh, D, uh, Bird. And Bird is like one of the cats that be working with um, um, Swiss Beats. And he got an instrumental album out that we put out called The Prescription. Because even with a lot of MCs that, you know what I'm saying, pigeonhole a lot of the producers, I encourage a lot of the producers just to take them beats that they've been throwing to the wayside and mm-hmm. just put them up and just let people buy them and make them entertaining without the lyrics on them. So I started an instrumental division in in my company to where I already got three albums out. One is called uh, um, Instrumentals. Uh, You can get that on iTunes. It's a bunch of instrumentals. Uh, You can get um, um, The City Never Sleeps. And then I I got another one called uh, Next Man's Treasure. And then mm-hmm. I'm sure you understand why that name that, you know, because if I make a beat for somebody and they don't tend to want it, then somebody else going to want it. So I got a right. beat that, that, you know, I didn't work and, and you know, thought they was going to get placements over here and thought they were going to get placements over here, but they, it just didn't happen. Right. But when I put these albums together, these instrumental albums, then cats from all over the world will grab one of my instrumentals and put, like, J. Cole on it or put, like, Tupac on it and put it on, like, YouTube. They have called me and asked me for permission, and I don't care. You know how people, you know, get little money off of YouTube? I don't care. As long mm-hmm. as you get the search jinks up there, you know what I mean, and let them know where they can buy the original instrumental. Right, you know right. I mean, it's good. So I got that going on, and um, I got a pop artist as well. His name is Justin Time, and uh, y'all can check that out. It's called Somebody to Love. It's a dope, a dope song. Like I said, I, I do, I'm doing all kind of music. We're going to do spoken word, Jamaican music. I'm going to do it all. But, um, That's what's up. That's you know, what's up. But every time I do it, it's from a West Coast point of view. <laughs> Amen to that. Amen to that. Yes, yes. Two quick so, ones. And, and, two. Then my, and, then, and then one thing, my, uh, my other album, uh, Hood War Order, y'all can check that out. It's, it's, I, I just put it out like last year, but... Um, 
it's uh it's out there at the Hood War Order. And I, I know I'm forgetting somebody, and they're going to be mad. <laughs> oh, and the Deadly Threat, man. Come on, man. I, I, we got the Deadly oh. Threat, the, anim, the uh, um, Animal Channel, Deadly Threat, and um, and um. In the L.A. Zoo, we got that album out there. So if y'all remember Daily Threat, then you know that, you know, no MC can get away. Uh-huh. I got, yeah. We got a whole brand, a brand, brand new album out. So y'all go check that out. Y'all love this West Coast that that I've got right now that I'm establishing my foundation with the West Coast. And then I'll go off and do other types of music like I, like I'm doing. You know, there you so go. And two quick more. questions. One, one's not really a question; it's more of a comment. But you know, one quick question about movies and TV. A lot of people know you had the, you know, small cameo in Poetic Justice back in '93, uh, um, and, and and you did uh you you did something for Jimmy Kimball and uh, the Orlando Jones show back in the uh, you know not too 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 long ago. So I mean, any any movies or TV things you trying to work on doing or. Oh, and plus you was on on the basement back in back in the day when BET was really rocking, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I man, it was crazy doing the um, the BET situations when they changed from uh, DC to to Harlem, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I did a, I did a lot of shows, but um, um, the cats can check me out on that. Um, uh, was a twenty year reunion of um, of the riot. You know they got that out. That's that's on VH1, um, and a lot of cats been checking me out. And people was like, "Take that thing on TV." Uh, you know, I feel, I feel like Grady from like Samurai. <laughs> people were just yelling obscenities at me. I see you on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I'm supposed to be. You don't have to tell me. I, I right. see myself too. <laughs> Hey, and one quick thing I want you to do for me is to pass this on to the to the homies from Second to None. Like my brother, I have an older brother who's resting in peace. He's passed away well over ten years. You know, one one of the things if you could let them know, like my my brother was a major major fan of Second to None. Like he he was oh, one that man, turned me on to Second to None. You know, with them classic joints that they had back in the day. Be true to yourself, and if you want it, and Shit yeah. like that. So you know, one one of these days, let them know they need to come on to this station and rock with us for a little while. Cause uh, oh, man. I you mean, it's nothing, man. I mean, you know, I can call on the three way and call KK right now. You know, what I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> yeah, know? we definitely got it, man. We definitely got to get them on. But for you, man, I appreciate you taking the time to hang out with me, bro. And 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 thank you, man. Like I said, you got a wealth of information, a wealth of uh music resume your music is your resume and your resume is super long with a lot of a lot of memories bruh and uh i'm just i'm just just stepping up now you know with a lot of cats like i said sometimes you got to step back and let it let 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 people make a fool of themselves and then Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying then you you continue you know so that's that's basically what i've been doing learning a little bit more about the music industry learning more about distribution manufacturing uh retail knowing how to deal with, the, you know, the different people from around the world, the different, you know, different kinds of money, you know, that that, that somebody needed to learn that for, the, for hip-hop rather That's than right. other people, you know what I'm saying, just blindfolding us, robbing us for, for everything that we got because, like I say, a person with no talent will rob you. Mm-hmm. That's you right. Know? So I, I'm, I know what it feels like for a producer to get robbed for his production. So at some point, like I said, I got my man 
that uh, uh, bird with the, uh, the the prescription. This is because I know how to do the publishing thing. I know where his, his situation should be. I know what he should be getting, and he's happy. He, I mean, these these are cats that give me beats that they still want to sell. You feel me? No doubt. So putting these instrumentals out, you know, there's a lot of cats that's in prison. They starting to be able to get, um, you know, CDs and downloadable music in prison. So at some point, I was like, yo, I know the cats be wanting to write to music that don't have lyrics on them. So that's one reason why I really went hard for the instrumental records. And I'm, I'm, I got I got a, a, a few more, but uh, they're in the works. But I, I got a bunch more of uh, instrumental records that I got there coming. There we go. Man, looking forward to it and looking forward to it all. Y'all go pick up the West Wing and all all that the is. West Wing. Sir Jinx and yeah, go I'm, follow I'm him on Twitter. Twitter. You know, you're, I'm DJing for Obama on the, the inauguration. You know that, right? Hey, hey, for real? <laughs> nah, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's going to be... At least it sounded good. Hey, for at real, like... At least you like... into it a little bit. <laughs> 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 hey, that was about to be the new truth, man. A lot of people was about to go hit that internet buzz and be like, yo, Jinx about to do that. You know what I mean? It's going down. <laughs> you know, you know, you, know the, you know, the Democrats, you know, it's blue. You know, like it had a West Coast look. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what site? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you come out walking. Him and Michelle be walking with the kids. Jumping Real in the tough. air. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all go follow Jinx on Twitter at Sir Jinx J I N X. Yeah, hit me and let me know y'all heard it, man. I want to hear some cats. You know what I'm saying? If y'all out there chilling, hit me around the clock, man. I tell you, man, I'll be up more than an hour, man. I see more than an hour. See. <laughs> Hey, 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 you know what? You got to keep building that legacy, baby. You don't sleep for that. You know what I mean? Oh, keep, don't it, stop, keep it going. Man. Like the Teddy Riley situation, it ain't over. It ain't one over. One night is catchphrase. I yes, can't sir. use that one. It's already used. I got to be like, it ain't it done. Ain't over. It ain't done. <laughs> it ain't over. I need no a doubt. catchphrase. That's what I need. <laughs> I need a cool catchphrase. Hey, we go, we go, we go. Have to fuck with it, man. Hey, bless to see you, Jinx, man. I'll be at you, man, because we definitely got to talk on the side. So I got you, man. I got you. Oh, word, man. It's been a pleasure, man. This is the beginning, man. Indeed, indeed. Next legacy.